Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, the fall will be here before you know it, and the temperatures will start to drop and get a little bit cooler. So swing on by Leon Tailoring to get you something warm that will not burn a hole in your pocket. Maybe it's a nice little bit of a heavier jacket, or maybe a heavier blouse or skirt, or no matter what it is, maybe a nice sweater. No matter what it is, you can get it at Leon Tailoring. Get it ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made. Just go on in, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you, and they'll be happy to do it as well. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. A couple years younger than I. But one of her sisters married one of my friends. But I haven't seen her in forever. So, Governor, uh, yeah. So anyway, what, that's what you want to talk about, right? Your thoughts on the new state comptroller, uh, watch picker, that sort of thing? Well, if you don't know her, you'll get to know her. She's a superstar, and she's going to represent the state um, in a uber distinguished fashion. I picked her because of her um, experience and her know-how um, with all the associations that are currently involved with the auditor or now the comptroller's office. And so there's, it's going to be as close to a seamless transition as one could imagine or hope for. Um, and she's uh, high octane, a lot of energy. Um, and just what we need at this moment. This might be silly, but I think Boone County people think of Leap. Is there any connection there at all in terms of picking her? Zero. <laughs> you would have to take a giant leap uh, uh. for mankind uh, to arrive at that conclusion. Okay. No, she. if you look at her resume, just look at the print on her resume, it screams, she is ready. And, um, and I've known her, too. So I've known of her longer, but I've known her for years and years and years and um, watched how she conducts herself, how she interacts with the public. It's truly, when you say servant leader, that's Elise Nashala. I mean, full stop. And so I am so confident, not just about her ability, um, but for uh, how she can represent uh that office for our state. Governor, on the issue of the Leap District, uh, there seems to be you know, some some pushback from lo local residents there. What is the administration doing to sort of allay their fears on water and that whole thing? Well, we're doing the work uh, to, to uh, provide and then present um, in an organized fashion uh, the supply of water. And so I'm very understanding of someone's someone who is not aware of, including most, the water supply. And that's exactly why the IFA at this time is conducting a very methodical um, study of this district, this exact district, including that county. But this is bigger than any one county. This is as big as the state of Indiana. And we find ourselves in a unprecedented position to continue to attract record level investment. It will require a few things, the workforce, water, and power to cut to the chase. If you don't clear all three of those hurdles, you fall off the list. And so I'm quite confident by looking at past studies that we have the water. Talk to enough people that we have it. We have to prove where it is to ease folks' unawareness 
or ignorance, and I don't mean that in a derogatory manner, just myself not knowing exactly where that gold buried in the ground is. This is an uber-competitive world we find ourselves in. I've mentioned before that two of our neighboring states that are also blessed with the Great Lakes border um, brag about their water supply. These are competitors of ours. Nebraska brags about the gold buried in the ground, and he's referring to the water in Nebraska. And so we're going to be at an advantage because we won off and locate where the water is when we do these projects. This is a massive, unprecedented project to be sure, but there will be massive investments all over the state of Indiana over the coming 13 months. That's why I accelerated not just this study, but others as well. Or just uh, geographic boundary as well. I know you're going to uh, wait till the January 8th to uh, unveil your legislative agenda. Democrats have already started expressing concerns about holding back third graders who can't express uh, proficiency. It's going to cost the state $100 million and change. <laughs> it costs us a lot more to, to promote the problem. So we're going to address it uh, as we have in the past and we'll continue to stay on it. We're not going to take our foot off the gas on this front either. Are you thinking about any endorsements in the governor's race? Not, not to date. I'm going to give it a little time. We've got time. Um, won't be, won't be doing anything this year. Okay. Um, first time I've said that, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's. Um, I'm going to wait until more plans have been shared, and they're starting to be sprinkled out, which is I'm encouraged by. I want to see more of that, and obviously, when you get on the other side of the end of this year and into the election year, that will ramp up and I'll be able to look under the hood more so. Head back to Leap one real quickly. Um, I think some folks are unsure how to interpret your action on that in terms of directing the Intera study to the IFA. And is it a nod to their concerns or is it was that part of the plan all along as the IEDC is saying? You know, I'm sort of getting different uh, interpretations of that action. Well, if it helps their concerns, I'm happy about that. This is ultimately where it would have ended up. The IEDC was and continues to do their job, and that is to be aggressive and compete for investment, to work with individual companies to meet their needs, to be a concierge, to solve problems, to remove barriers or lower hurdles. And this was one that was and is being discussed for a project of this size. We have a lot of interest in this area. It predates any discussion about water. It's called location, location, location. It's between Purdue University, our capital city, that happens to be home to FedEx, and an internationally ranked airport year after year after year, going on for more than a decade now. So that location, just like Whitestown or Anson, as their growth is explosive, is attractive for many reasons. Workforce being one, proximity to one of America's premier research universities, Purdue, and logistically the center of the state. So it will require um, an aggressive posture. That's what the IEBC was doing. Now we need to move. This is the, I've said this before, but the the right next 
and natural step for the IFA to, to assume full responsibility when it comes to this study and others around the state of Indiana too, because it's, it's prompting others to say, we like Indiana too, but we have to make sure that we've got water over there too. So this is, this is just another example of Indiana not just staying in the game, but staying out front in the game. I'm on the question for you, Governor. Uh, obviously, uh, you filled a position in the state treasurer's office today uh, with, uh, I'm sorry, the state auditor with, say, come to with Alicia Shala. Any worry or concern or thoughts about maybe having to fill the attorney general's office uh, early next year? Zero thought on that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.